0: have had skyscrapers, and not in the city, in the middle of my meadow, one story upon another reaching ever upward. I am talking about bees, and beehives of course, and a towering hive is so exciting. It means the bees are thriving, hardworking, and have a queen bee that is strong and in command. The accidental farm has bees. Lots of bees and we lose them too. And then we rebuild. We are like a city, always at war, with the environment, with pests, with pesticides, with lady luck. Bees are for the hopeful, eternally hopeful. They are for the ones with an iron will, and even those have wills that waver. If bees don't teach you about fortitude, nothing will. I'm glad you're here on the accidental farm. With the bees and everyone else, it's much more interesting and fulfilling with you here as company, as validation, to bear witness, to know the inner secrets. I hope you are enjoying the little nuggets of wisdom the farm is tossing at you. As we get ever closer to the 100 episode milestone, I hope you will help with a goal that only you can affect. Will you write one review for the 100 episodes? your review with a fleet of shiny stars and a heartfelt recommendation to listen to someone who hasn't found it yet would be super meaningful to me to murphy and to the show bees especially new bees have so much work to do from spring through fall they have to build a comb teeny tiny side by side hexagonal comb across 20 large two-sided frames and at least 10 more super frames Also, they have to lay brood, tend it, hatch and nourish workers, fly up to three miles at a stretch over and over again, defend the hive, and make a ton of honey. And they are not thinking about you or me at all. We take honey from them, but we try not to harvest any of the honey that they need. They make the honey single-mindedly to feed themselves and their babies and to make it through the winter. Hopefully. I have been at it with bees for several years. Some years are better than others. Some years are better here than they are on a state or national average. That's good, right? We must be doing something right here. But can you really feel that good when bees all around you are dying? Last winter, we lost all our hives. Or that is to say, we came out of the window with no hives alive. And truth be told, More than a handful of hives died before we even got to winter, from attacks by a preponderance of yellow jackets, by an infestation of wax moths, yuck, and by just being weak hives. Some just are, and they can't do everything they must do to make it. It's just like that. Nature is a cruel mistress. So what do you do when you lose all of your hives? Throw in the towel? It is tempting. That's the truth. But every year we restock the beehives with new queens, new drones, new workers, all eager to give it a go. And we apply what we've learned and try new solutions to age-old problems. And some of the bees thrive. And we harvest honey. And we divide it amongst shareholders because our bees are supported by a vibrant community of environmentalists, honey lovers, bee stewards, and friends. Then winter comes. Winter is the worst for the bees. And that is not to say that some summers are not tough, or some falls are not too wet. It is to say that the snow and the fluctuation of temperatures and the wind and the moisture and the limited hours of sunshine are collectively depressing and nearly impossible to survive. And many times the bees will get through to March only to die on the threshold of spring's doorstep. That's a devastation. This winter, one hive succumbed to wax moths. Another flat-out expired. A third and fourth were weak. That left eight relatively good hives with a glimmer of hope to make it through the winter. And what did we do to help them? Covered them with waterproof insulation? Kissed them good luck. Then one morning, while I was pouring my coffee, I looked out and three of my hives had toppled in the wind. I dropped the coffee without a sip, put on a work suit over my pajamas, and ran out. Two hives, fallen together and exposed to the elements, showed piles of dead bees. I was steely. I didn't expect anything better. The third hive down the line tipped over intact. It was off its stand, but the lid, while slightly open, was held in a position by the fence so as to prevent too much wind or snow from getting in. I removed it. It still had a super on top because the bees were reluctant to give it up at the end of the fall and I left it. The honey in it was gone, eaten by the bees. I took the super off so I could try to manage the other two boxes. They're heavy. Inside were bees, a cluster of yellow bees, living yellow bees. In event, I blew off the snow and closed the lid quickly. I righted the hive on the ground, not on the stand because I couldn't lift it. It's probably 150 pounds, but also bulky. I secured the lid, adjusted the cover, weighted it down with a box from one of the other dead hives, sat on the ground, and cried, Bye-bye, steely veneer. The hope of and for the bees was just too much. The damage they sustained and still surviving in the wreckage was just a whisker this side of devastating. I have no idea if they'll make it. The odds are not in their favor. But hope continues. It's so good that you are here on the accidental farm with me. Good days and bad ones. This one was a mix. Just like life. Tragedy strikes and then through the rubble there is hope. What are we to do but push forward? Six more episodes until we hit 100 Accidental Farm Podcast episodes. Do you think we'll make it? Are you here for it? I am so glad you are, and I hope you will honor all of these stories with their hope and their heart and a little bit of hilarity by writing an excellent review on Apple Podcasts. It's pretty easy to do. Easier than bees. So much easier.